Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, welcome back to the shift. It's Des here, and Katie and I are about, to en- are about to enter your world with a great episode about dating apps, dating tips, particularly escape route tips for bad dates and some bad date stories. Well, Katie tells a great bad date story, and it's a fun app, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of just functional information if you're in the dating game, um, and it's, I guess, the third maybe the fourth, I think it's the third episode that myself and Katie have done sort of over the phone into two separate machines. I feel like we've done pretty well. There's a few technical issues this time. Uh, just sometimes these machines, they just decide to like take a break from recording and it messes up the timeline, but I think I've done a pretty good job of tidying it up, as did Katie uh, the last two weeks. And, uh, you know, I think it's a nice it's a nice sound that you get when you record into the machines, even though it can be a little strange when... Uh, the phones don't exactly, you know, because there's a delay on the phone, they don't exactly match up. But I think we do a pretty good job. And uh, I hope you enjoy the episode. And uh, I'll be back after the ep to wrap things up. Well, yeah, I guess we were going to talk about bad dates and how to leave a bad date. And I guess maybe some, uh, I think, first date dating tips in general. I think it's this is really about first dates, isn't it? It's just about like, you know, sort of semi-blind date, first date, friends set you up. Tinder date type dates, which can be, you know, can be awkward, you know, it can be, it can be exciting sometimes when you think you're going to like the person, but it can be quite awkward, a lot of apprehension, a lot of, uh, well, I don't know about you, but in those situations, it's very easy to sort of bail uh, closer to the time because you just be like, oh God, I just can't be, I can't be bothered with this right now. I can't be bothered going through the the niceties of saying hello and waiting to see if the conversation will flow. So, uh, I think, I think, I think it's a good topic. I think it's something a lot of people worry about. Yeah, I know. That's so true about the easy to bail. God, cause your time is so valuable that you're like, Oh, do I want to waste it? Especially if it's someone from online, they're effectively a stranger. So you have to, you have to put in, you're putting in a bit of time commitment. Yeah. Yeah. And because, because there's a, uh, so many more of them nowadays because it's so easy to organize a date uh you know sometimes you can get a bit jaded with it all you know you just think ah what's the fucking point (laughs) yeah absolutely what's the point of meeting another one of these fucking tinder guys or bumble guys or raya guys (laughs) 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 Uh, and uh you know like so i don't know um 
How do you? What do you want to start chatting about? I mean, I have my own like little personal. Uh, I have my own little personal uh, your, your tricks and different things, or ways to ways to discover if if it seems like it's worthwhile before the meeting. I mean, I think I think all my tips come from sort of trying to uh, trying to be uh, a bit cl- a bit more confident that it's going to be worth your while before you go on the date. But. Yeah. Um, what what did you want to start with? Did you uh, well just even did you want to start with uh, did you want to start with one bad date actually of your own? Because okay. I I actually I'm not great with the bad date stories, but okay. do you have a I'll tell you the good worst. Date story? I'll tell you the worst date I ever had. Oh my god, it's so bad. It's like it was so bad that I was on it the whole time, being like, I don't know if I'm really alive. <laughs> you know, like this can't. Oh my god, this can't be happening. Just don't me. build it up too much. This better be pretty bad. It better okay. be bad. Okay, okay, so. He came into my bar and he was like super hot and um, he wrote his number on a receipt paper. So I was like, ah, oh, it always happens to my friends and it never really happens to me. So I was like, ah, oh, yay. <laughs> Even though a lot of my friends think that's kind of creepy, but whatever. And so but it's very American, though. It's actually it's way more normal in the States. Yeah, It was like a novelty to me. I was like, oh, my God. And he looked like Clark Kent. So I was like, oh, this is great. <laughs> but um. Yeah, we went out on the date and he came to meet me after a show. That was it. Also, sorry, let me just ask before we, what what did you do? He wrote the number. And yeah, I texted him. How did you, con- oh, you texted him. Yeah, okay. I just said like, here's my number. And he was like, yeah, I'd love to grab a drink. You seem really sweet. And I was like, sounds good. And then I guess I had shows all week. So I kind of organized it that he could come meet me after a show. So he came to this bar where I had had a show and we were like in the back room where the show was. And he came in and I was sitting on a kind of like a pew. But the way he sat in beside me, I was kind of trapped. So, you know, as the date started to go bad, the only way to exit would have been to crawl over the table. So I didn't really. um, So what was going bad? Well, he quickly, very quickly started talking about his problems. He told me how he has like OCD and overthinks a lot. And, um, um. you know, sort of like overanalyzes things. And it was just him talking for 15 minutes straight, straight away. To- and he, he spoke a lot about Jesus. Um, he said, um, well, I don't understand why people don't realize that Jesus is real. And then he told me about the alignment of the planet. Like, this is so batshit crazy. Because I don't know what the planet has to do with Jesus, but it, it apparently it did. And he, he But anyway, about- he, he was clearly like a little bit crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was like, look, have you... Um, do you say all this stuff on all your first dates and he was like no I don't actually you know this usually doesn't work usually don't they don't go on a date (laughs) on a date with me so I was like oh god and I was like well have you had a girlfriend before and he was like no and then I was like all right have you had sex before and he was like no and I was like oh you probably don't really have all those problems you probably just need to have sex and then he got like really mad at me (laughs) and he was like um it's immoral and it's dirty it should only be done for reproduction Mm. And then we had this like whole fucking conversation about how I was like, sex isn't dirty. It's not immoral. And then he said, oh, I said like it can be. Oh, I was trying to be nice. Like, and I was like, oh, it can be how, how you find out you're in love with someone. And he was like, it has nothing to do with love. I love my family. And I was like, I hope you're not fucking your family. Fuck's sake. Like, um, and then I was like, fuck, I should probably leave. But also I just didn't want to antagonize him too much. Um. So I took out my phone and because I was Because like, you were trapped. You were trapped on this bench. Well, that's the thing. I would actually literally have to... Like, a lot of the tips I looked up were like getaway plans. But like, for me to leave, I would have had to crawl over a bloody table. It would have been a complete scene. 
Um, and then I was like, look, I kind of hadn't said it before, but I am meeting friends later. So, oh, look at the time. I should probably I should probably head out. Um, and then he was like, OK, I'm going to come with you. And I was like, no, you can't. <laughs> can't come with me and he like followed me to the train he was like walking like four oh my god yeah, that, he, is, that is really bad right and he was walking four feet behind me so we weren't even walking together and i was fecking i never wear heels as well and i was bloody wearing heels so i couldn't even really walk fast and um he said oh one of the things he said when you're we walking was i just want to go to heaven one day and i was like look what if this is heaven and oh. then he got really mad at me <laughs> and i was like feck and then I walked down. Oh, but this guy was this guy had serious mental illness. Oh, a hundred percent. And I was like praying as well, which is like kind of ironic, but whatever. Um, uh, we went down to the train, and he got on the train with me, and I was like, "Fuck, I oh should probably." Oh my god. I should probably. Well, firstly, I was like, "Please don't push me in front of the train." I was like, kind of in the middle, like sitting on the bench, just in case he like tried to throw me in front of it. And then I'm texting my friends the whole time, and he's like, "Are you texting your boyfriend?" And I was like, "Oh my god, this is crazy." And then I got on the train, he got on the train and he was like, and then he, I sat down, he sat down beside me and he was just like talking again about how he thinks sex is immoral and stuff and how masturbation is bad. And I was like, oh, Jesus. And then um, I went to get off and he tried to get off with me, but I like, like pushed him back on the train because I was getting and off. he tried to kiss you? No, he tried to get off the train. Or tried to get me. off the train with you. But I know, oh, right. I know that he didn't live at that spot because he'd come and ask for my number at my I knew where he lived let's say he'd kind of told me and it was a t- totally yeah, yeah, different yeah. area so I like pushed him back on the train and then you know the doors closed and he kind of just like drove off <laughs> but um yeah it was pretty he'd text me for a bunch afterwards I ended up having to block his number but it was yeah it was very uh probably lucky I didn't die in hindsight yeah I mean I I, I uh I don't listen to that story as a humorous one. <laughs> as, this guy was a real problem. You know? Yeah, I, d- I think of it as kind of funny in regards... No, no he, sorry, so he used to come into the bar or he just came in once? He came in twice and then he never came in again, so... Wow. I mean, he, he, he had a... I mean, any number of things couldn't have been going on there. It could have been, I guess, bipolar and he was starting to get high or he has like... Massive control. I mean, I'm not a I'm not a psychiatrist, but I, I I think that you encountered somebody who was really having a psychotic episode. Yeah, maybe. I think I encounter a lot of people like that. My dad says it's something to do with like having a friendly face or something. I don't know. But yeah, or or maybe on the flip side, <clears throat> maybe because he's so religious that which is you know may even be like fifty percent bullshit in that he may have actually been a potential abuser you know but maybe uh he has all these weird hang-ups and christian stuff going on and he heard your irish accent and thought oh she's probably like irish and pure you know like a lot of americans for some reason have this like dated view of ireland as being real like religious and sort of comely maidens and all this kind of thing so Uh, maybe maybe that was going on i think you're right because i also wear a cross now i'm not I don't know look I don't know what's going on up there but I my father gave me a cross so I just I've worn it since I was 12 but it's like very visible so actually yeah, you're probably right I probably attracted in maybe the, the Jesusness but it doesn't matter anyway that is like that is a genuine bad day <laughs> it's a bad date that I've is had, a genuine but I've had so many of them where I you know I guess this is kind of like my thinking with this is kind of like just the, after all of these bad dates I've been like oh I should have left way sooner but i feel well firstly that one i was like oh god if i leave you might murder me you know you're always hearing about these bloody crazy people murdering people um and then 
secondly I guess as well that just to be polite and you don't want to hurt them or offend their feelings like I've had multiple dates like that where I should have left like maybe 10 minutes in well I think I think it's a good thing to talk about the whole concept of leaving but before we get into that yeah I always think personally that you should never meet up with somebody without talking to them on the phone first oh my god that's so funny that you said that it's just that was one of the tips online on a men's health website but that's so I would never call anyone before I meet, meet them for a date yeah but the thing is that you can cut through so much nonsense because you can tell like recently well I funnily enough I I had actually I had met this person and then like just I met through a friend and we started you know chatting via Instagram but then we were getting on well so we started talking on the phone and through our phone conversations we discovered a major uh clash in our sort of belief system and uh we had a good good healthy debate about it but which was fine but it was so, we were so far apart on this thing i thought ah oh, it's probably not worth it you know had we been in a relationship a long time where we had a good debate it wouldn't have been a problem but because we'd actually never met up i thought well what's the point you know cuz like it was quite sort of we were very far away on this thing and we had like a really like strong discussion and i mean i must admit i was basically just judging her for for her beliefs on it but the point is that the phone conversation uh, you know, weeded, weeded that out. Now, that was actually like the phone conversations I'm talking about aren't so much like that. But I know that I've chatted to some people via, you know, Tinder or whatever over the years. And if I meet them without talking on the phone, there's a much higher percentage chance that it's going to be a major disappointment. Whereas if you talk to them on the phone, even just from their voice, their vibe, the, how much you click over the phone in a conversation, you can actually decide, should I or should I not meet this person, which way, with way more information than just from your like funny I, text. I agree with you. And I also think as well that you make it more comfortable for the date. You're taking away a lot of that conversation stress, um, a lot of that nervousness. Yeah, but also it's very hard to get somebody's sense of humor via text. And actually, particularly for me, because I'm a bit older, like I... I can't be bothered half the time with all the the textual sort of humor nonsense. You know, I find it a bit tedious and actually most of the time I don't find it funny. So if anybody ever says to me like, oh, you know, you're, you're, you're not, you know, you're, you're not very funny or you're a bit dry on text. It's like, well, you know, text for me is really yeah. functional, you know, because I'm not, I'm not hearing you. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not like. You know, it's not my natural language. I only learned this language in my mid-20s. You know, like I'm actually more inclined to, to, to find out who a person really is from the phone. But I really do think that people can hide who they are on text. It's harder to well, hide. Yeah, and you're also projecting. If you don't know them, you're projecting. Like you can read a text message and have 74 different meanings. So you're kind of getting what you want. It just leads to Absolutely. disappointment. Yeah, it's not... It's not a great um, uh, communication method. But like even down to like accent, I don't like people judging people by accents, but you actually get a, you learn a lot from an accent. Now you are still to a degree judging a book by its cover. I know it's an audio <laughs> no, book, it's but no you are That's still, so you, 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 you're still judging a book by its yeah. cover to a degree. As in like, if I say I called like a, an American girl, like a girl from Texas, 
and like Irish people don't hear it as much, but Americans hear my New York accent quite strongly. Like it, it comes out very strongly to them. So she might make an assumption that I'm like some working class guy from New York and possibly doesn't understand the complexity of my identity. But at the, on the flip side, it's still telling, you know, an accent to a degree is telling. So even that alone is good to know, like what type of voice they have. And then beyond that, you know, I've had some phone conversations, like I've had some like 50-50 sort of like maybe off the picture or off a couple of texts. Then you have a phone conversation and you hit it off so well, you think, oh, I can't wait to meet this person. Yeah. No, absolutely. I, compl- I mean, essentially, essentially, it's like a half a date. It's like, it's like, a, like, a, like a pre-date. Yeah, that, that guy I was seeing from Nebraska, actually all of the phone calls we had made it just like we hit it off as soon as then we met up uh, properly to like actually have a weekend together because we had had so many phone calls. I know I, I agree with you on that, but I also feel like sometimes I'm born in the wrong generation because I would much prefer a phone call than text and I hate all these millions of text messages but oh sure I mean I just get busy so I just like people that like to text a lot I just kind of go like well I just like I'm just getting on with my day I just Mm. don't have time to keep going back and it's different yeah well it's also different if you already know them like once you're in a relationship and you're texting that's fine but you're already more direct and kind of like you're just texting about things you need to do or whatever it's just yeah when you don't really know them it's like i don't know what to say now now i don't know if it comes up in the tips but what is the uh what is the protocol about how quickly you get into moving off of the app into either Instagram or text or what is the protocol for moving from the safety of the app to perhaps that more personal thing of your phone number or your Instagram? I, uh, that, did, did anything come up? No, my but my personal opinion was I always, which is probably bad now that I think about it, but I always gave out, if I kind of hit it off with someone within two sentences, I just give out my number and then I'm like, because I hate being on the app. I'll just be like, talk to me on that. So yeah, I hate being on the app. And then if if you want to have a conversation on the app, sorry, if you want to if you want to get a good flow of a conversation on the app, you have to have your notifications on, which I do not like. Yeah, because I, I don't want to be in like a conversation with somebody else later in the day and fucking bumble notifications are popping up <laughs> on my phone. Yeah, you know, so, so like it, that, that's quite embarrassing. But then on the flip side, you have a good thing going with somebody, and then you get busy, you get distracted. And two hours have passed, no notifications have come up. Then you go in and there was like a good text that you didn't respond to. And then you'd be like, sorry, I don't check this that much. Uh, <laughs> you know. Uh, so I think it's better to get off quick. But then I believe that like once or twice I've asked for people's numbers and they're like, I don't give out my number on this thing. It's like, oh, okay, you mm. know, fine. I don't mind. But like, well, I-, I know that I'm not a crazy person, but I can understand why people are worried about crazy people. So I understand why they won't do that. But at the same time, I just, I eventually get sick of the, uh, the the bumble texting you know i also think as well like i'll just block i've blocked a bunch of guys i'm blocking queen i'll just block once they like come across a bit psychotic so so do you go for the do you say this is my number or do you say this is my instagram because i do like to get their instagram because i like to see their a bit more of their uh their everyday life rather than the six perfect pics that they picked yeah no i do both i always ask for the instagram because again i want to have a nose i want to kind of get a feel of them and what they're i know and again you're just they're portraying it's not really them but i still yeah no i and i like to and i like to see if they're real i went on you know i the one time i didn't the person didn't look anything like their pics and it isn't someone i would be attracted to so i felt kind of like oh i've been cheated out a bit of my time now i have the big problem which is uh people always go oh so you're a comedian 
can I can I look up your stuff? Then I'll give him my full name. If if it's on Raya, you know, because I've used Raya, which is like the celebrity Tinder. That that's connect. They they can find out everything about me straight away anyway. But uh, if you're on Bumble and they're like, oh, well, you know, can I can I uh, look up your stuff? And then you know, give the full name. And then usually within like ten minutes they come back and they're like, oh my god, you're really funny. Period sex, ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> Which is that's great amazing. because uh, that's a real fucking icebreaker, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. That's really good. <laughs> yeah, I was like, just so you know, I'm fucking, I'm, I'm an all month guy, no breaks. <laughs> but uh, uh, all joking aside, I, I like to get off the app as fast as possible too. But I, I'm sure some of our listeners have like protocol with that. But I also think personally that you're better off. I think you should have your ways of finding out if the person is good to meet or not. But I think you should rush to that to a degree in that I think you should find the fastest way for you to feel comfortable to meet up with them. And I don't mean to be negligent of your own safety. And I'm not saying it has to be super quick. But I'm just saying you should send the messages, uh, make a phone call, and then decide will you or will you not meet this person. Because at the end of the day, it is very easy to text, 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 and then it all just fades away. And if you do want to meet somebody, you're, if, you, if you're looking to actually connect with somebody, you're going to have to meet. So you might as well cut through the bullshit, find out if you want to meet or not, and then just meet. I completely agree with you. And it's all about you have to just... And you can tell pretty straight away as well if you have chemistry. And it's a lot of it's on chemistry. So, yeah. Okay, so here's my second, here's my second sort of uh, trick. Okay. Uh, or sort of dating thing in terms of the apps. Yeah. So after the phone call, you decide you're going to meet. My advice is always go for either coffee in the afternoon, which I think is the safest way, and it's very easy to get out, or secondly, at best, a quick drink, and just say, let's have a quick drink and see how we get on, and make it very clear that this is like, can be 10 minutes or it can be an hour, but both of us have the opportunity to fucking bail if we're not into it. A lot. But I think coffee is the safest because yeah. coffee is kind of like you have a coffee and you go, okay, great. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. You know? No, a lot of our listeners who DM'd me when I put up that came back with the same thing. Like basically getaway plan, make a short time limit, have plans after this. Very similar. A lot of people message that same thing that you said. Short and sweet. And then if you like it, you'll go on another date. But yeah. Yeah, always have an exit Yeah, plan. if you like it, you go on another date. Or if you're having a good time, you just say like, hey, you know, I've, I've got, you know, like if you want to hang out a little bit more, fine, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I think particularly this is important for women because a, a lot of guys would be quite happy to fucking hook up on the first date, you know? And we can discuss that a little bit later about protocol around should you, you know, should you do that? But a lot of guys would love that to happen. So it's always... It's, it's, I think it's actually more important for the woman to have like an out strategy and to just be really clear for themselves about whether that's even an option for them. Because I think it's totally fine if a woman wants to say like, man, eh, if I like this guy, I might kiss him. I'm just in the mood for a bit of a, a bit of a snog. But you need to just be like really clear about that for yourself. Because yeah. if, 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 that's not on the, if that's not on the cards, you have to make sure that you know how to get away. Because I'm not saying a guy's going to come and try to rape you or anything, but they would definitely keep pushing it to, to have a fool around. Yeah, and then just to be kind of like, you know, dead set. And like, as in, I'm trying I'm trying to think of when I did do that one time where I was like, right, I, ha I he'd asked me out and I said, look, I'm not feeling super well right now. And he asked me out again. I said, I'll come out, I just won't drink. And it's just an hour. But like, he got really pushy with the drink. And then I was like, okay, I'll just have one. 
and then like i was sipping on it and he was like you're drinking too slow i want to get you another and i was like oh, oh fuck this shit <laughs> but i ended yeah, up this guy's trying to-, to leave i ended up kissing him goodbye because i was like right i'll be nice i'll give him a nice smooch and then i'll be done and good luck but it was like that's definitely i should have been more direct and been like i'm not vi- this isn't how, how working for me uh bye <laughs> yeah because actually I, I i was chatting to this one woman last year and it was a Williamsburg story, I remember, because she said that she met this guy and he clearly wasn't like his picks. Uh, like major disappointment on the difference between his picks and how he looked. But, you know, as I think a lot of women probably messaged you, you know, people are just naturally polite. So you don't want to be like, dude, you're fucking, you're, you're <laughs> not ha- the guy. I you hate know? your face. And, <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, so you don't want to be rude. So you think, oh, I'll have a drink. So... This guy was just like, hey, I got this great, you know, my, my, my friend's apartment has this amazing rooftop. Why don't we go up and just, you know, just like have a beer up on, on the rooftop, you know? So stupidly, she went along. So they get up to this rooftop, which is quite nice. But like very quickly, he starts trying to like make out with her. And she was just like, no, like no. And he was like, well, I don't understand. And she, and, and she was like, like, what, what do you mean you don't understand? Like, just no, you know? Yeah. And she had to fucking, like, leave and run away. And he was, like, calling her a bitch and all this stuff. And Jeez. I was just thinking, like, wow, some guys really think that they can just, like, swipe right and fucking get some action. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's a, I, I, when I first came over here, a guy tried to kiss me. And I, he was so pushy with it. I pushed him off and said, I actually said the words, no means no. And then I hopped in a cab. But, like, fuck's sake. Jeez, I shouldn't even have to get to that point. I know. Yeah, that's oh. so that that so I understand why uh, a, a lot of women really freak out on the sort of like safety front because you can't be sure how pushy uh, yeah. a guy is going to be. That's why I personally think that like even the phone call is not foolproof because you know people can be quite different to how they present on the phone. That's why I think coffee is the ultimate first date. I because, think you're right, and and particularly like like an afternoon coffee or you know like an after work uh coffee is just just kind of way safer and then you get a quick idea from that person i mean at the end of the day if you're having a coffee and they seem really nice you say hey will we go for a drink you know you can sort of you can escalate it if you're comfortable you know you're also getting the real person as well like i feel like i need drink first dates i've had like i had a guy um it was a drinking first date and when i was coming back from the bathroom i saw him puke on himself (laughs) It's like, no yeah, way that wouldn't have happened if it was but i was like so like oh this guy's fun <laughs> you know it's like younger and silly um yeah 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 but he had done shots while i, I mean, was in the listen, bathroom because when we got the bill it um it came up that there was actually like a bunch of extra shots that i hadn't done so i was like oh my god was he just like doing shots while i was, was in the loop and then, and then he, he wanted to split the, bill. split the bill anyway. no I swear to god oh so oh you oh know what oh my god do you know what it was? You've had a lot of bad dates. Oh, I know. I know. It's because to- my friend Tori Piskin calls me a uh, hopeless romantic. <laughs> just, I'll just go on every... I'm like, yeah, sure. Why not? Oh, God. But um, yeah, I think a good a good, a piece of advice I got was always carry cash. Because that really bad date I had where I was like 15 minutes in and I liked it. And I know I've said it on the podcast before, but I had cash and I went, look, sorry, not for me and put the cash down and got out of there. So I was paying for my own drink. There wasn't any like fiddling around with my credit card or yeah. So carry cash. It's a good tip. Oh yeah. Just so that there's no, like you got to split the bill and all that. Yeah. Just so you can get out of there as, as soon as possible. I mean, I personally, I know that this is like 
a big debate, but I just feel like it's just so easy to just accept that on the first date, the guy will just pay and then it's like not a big deal. You can get the second one if you meet up again. But I just, I feel like people can really get bent out of shape on that debate. Like we'll just split it. And like, if he pays, what does this mean? But I just feel like for the sake of, for the sake of simple protocol, just fucking let the guy pay date one. Now I have to say American girls, like 95% of the time at most, they're going to do like a half hearted sort of like pretend to go for their wallet and just wait for you to go like, yeah, it's all right. I got it. I do that. But I, I oh no sorry yeah. I just completely I'll be like I want I've I've split I've done a lot of splitting and then only recently maybe the past year I've been like fuck it I'm not even because I'm like half the time these dudes are crazy anyway and I'm like I'm actually this is costing me money so the last few dates I haven't I haven't and I, they've actually turned out to be much nicer men actually the men I've dated this year um and they've all picked up the checks so. Well, Bonnie McFarlane has a joke about that. She did it on the Tonight Show where she's talking about how, like, I'm sorry, but like, guys, like, I'm a feminist, but guys are paying for the first date because, you know, I'm taking all the rape risk. (laughs) She's taking all the what? Rape risk. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, yeah, I think it just, like, the the best first date I had was with the guy I'm seeing now. And he, when I went to the bathroom, you know, like, bought me another drink and he definitely you know he kind of like insistent paying for everything but not in like a weird like I was like oh I have a card and he was like oh no I already paid for it and I was like oh this is this makes it so much easier (laughs) thank you (laughs) so yeah and I listen I've gone on plenty of like full dinner first dates but uh I'm I'm confident that at worst case scenario it'll just be a bad conversation like but that's just because like I, I I know myself and I know that like you know, I'm decent company and all that, but you know, I can't, I can't guarantee that the woman's going to be decent company, but at the same time, I know worst case scenario for me is going to be like boring conversation. I mean, the, the risk level for a guy, especially like a six foot three guy is like very low. So I don't, I don't have to be, my only concern is that it's a bit boring. That's all, that's all, that's my only concern is like, how boring is this going to be? Well, and I guess if the guy doesn't have a lot of money, just pick something cheap, you know, one of those free movies in the park, bring bring the beers. Like you can also, because I hear a few of my guys' friends be like, oh, I don't want to have to pay for all these Tinder dates. I'm like, yeah, we'll just pick something cheaper or whatever. Well, that's why the the coffee and the drink really, really kills all that off, you know? The what? But I just like, I just like going for dinner. So I'm happy to. You know, oh yeah, and you can also go for a cheaper dinner as well. Like it's not like you could go to like one of those fun cheap Mexican places in Brooklyn if you don't have money, or if you're in Ireland. I don't know. I don't live there. <laughs> but you know, from living in New York and doing a few like a lot of first dates, I did eventually. Like eventually, you just kind of go like, ah, I just can't be bothered with like an hour and a half of being because dinner, it, like dinner, is a commitment. So no matter what with dinner, like it's gonna be the the least it's gonna be is an hour. Oh yeah, no sorry, and if yeah, it's you're kinda, right. I if that. it's boring. Uh, like that can be a bit tedious, yeah. you know? So that's why, that's why I, nowadays, you know, I, I'm, I'm less inclined unless, and you know, the funny thing is actually, I, I'm talking like I go on loads of Tinder dates. I've actually think I've been on about four. I, I've been on, I've been on a, a few, I've been on about four, maybe five Raya dates. Uh, but the thing about Raya is in general, those people are going to be either in like the arts entertainment or like something sort of related to that Mm -hmm. or or they're going to be like uh kind of like wealthy or something so uh so those dates tend to raya does a bit of the weeding out there and then 
uh, and, and also there tends to be natural connections between the people that you're meeting and other people in your industry, you know, like yeah. there just tends to and be some busy crossover. And they're well, so they're not going to... Yeah, but there's crossover. So there's yeah. like an element of, of sort of like uh, things in common that happen naturally. But Tinder or Bumble wise, I've actually gone on not that many, like not that many at all. Yeah. Uh, but but when I'm, I, a lot of these dates that I'm talking about are like people who see me at a show and either message me on Instagram or I might have met them afterwards and said, hey, you know, add my Instagram and then we arranged to meet. So actually, a lot of the time there's been a, uh, there's already sort of like one step forward. They've seen me perform or something like that. So they're feeling a bit more comfortable already anyway. Yeah, I, st- uh, I, st- so I started doing that. I started bringing first dates to shows because I was like, I just, I don't have the time. And now they're getting to see. So then it kind of weeds out that if they're like weird about me being a comedian or my comedy oh, or what I Oh, that's good to say. Hey, just come see my show. So yeah. that's not even like a date. Yeah, that's they just get to watch you mm-hmm. audition. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and you know what? It was also a little thing for me as well because, like, you know, that's kind of a little nerve wracking. So I was like, oh, they're helping me like build my confidence on stage. <laughs> so. So anyway, do we? Do you have any more tips? Okay. Well, do you know what? Um. So uh, we say getaway plan. Oh. Oh, and then it was kind of. Oh, someone said have a code red as well. So text your friend and they can call you. That's an emergency call out if you do want to have an excuse. Or, you know, if you want to be honest, you could just be kind about it. Be like, hey, we're not for each other. Bye. Yeah. And I think this is really important, especially nowadays in the er- era of mass dating. People need to just get it out there more and more. That like date one is really just like an interview. If it's not happening, it's not happening. Like the, every director that auditions for films doesn't give a fuck about the feelings of an actor. They're coming in, they're giving their, they're, they're pouring their heart out. And then they're like, yeah, thanks. Bye. You know, and every actor walks out dejected, but they get over it. And I really think it's the same thing with the first date, you know, man or woman. Like, it shouldn't be like the end of the world to just be like, okay, great. Listen, um, you know, I'm going to go. And you shouldn't really have to worry too much about the person's feelings. Like, it's not a big deal. You know? Oh, I completely agree. I asked a guy out over fucking messenger one time and he was like, hey, not, I don't see you like that. And I was like, cool. Like, it, I was just like, okay, I'm just on his type. It's not the end of the world. It's not. Yeah. So, I mean, I really think it's fine if people think of like. Well, date one is kind of like an interview. I read this thing online on GQ, but a woman said, oh, if if you're not okay with people, like be okay to like reject people quickly on a date because if you're not okay with getting the rejection either, you're not ready to date. Like, you know, not everybody's going to be into you. Oh, and nice. not yeah, it was a really nice quote. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, do you know yes. what? Yes, and the point S- is that it's not a reflection on you. It's just a reflection on that person not liking you. Yeah, and it's just like, you know, and then um, someone else said staying on a bad date is a, is no good for anyone because it's not a good use of either of your time. Like, you think you're being kind, but actually they're just getting more like, oh, this is going well and we're going to have, you know, so... If you're really having a hard yeah, I had a time. Few me- I had a message. I had a message to my Instagram. Somebody responded to the story you put up saying that she was on this excruciatingly fucking boring date and couldn't wait to get out of there. Finally got out of there. And he messaged the next day and was like, hey, I had a really good time. Can we meet up again? <laughs> she was just like thinking like this will go down as one of the top 10 bad experiences of my life. And this motherfucker wants to do it again. Uh, but, and you know what's so funny with that is that will happen. And I think more women are likely to do this where they're like, oh, maybe he was just nervous. Maybe it was a bad date and he'll go on a second date. But one woman did Ugh. one woman did reach out and say she had a date like that where she thought it was bad. But actually, you know, because he was quite like um, he was quite full on at the start. But then. Like 10 days later she gave another chance and now she's 
like says he's like the lover of life and they've been together like over a year so oh, wow. so she was her point was like sometimes the second date can can be actually good as well but i don't know my friend said to me she had this terrible date and she was like i think it was just a i just don't think we vibe now but maybe we will later and i think that's how people end up in like bad relationships because they're like oh maybe it'll get better and it's like no nah, i think a people are on their best behavior on a first date so they're kind of showing you like if they're not being the best now they're not gonna be the best six months down the line and then secondly it's like chemistry you feel it i think anyway yeah yeah but just just as a little sort of aside to that some of the best connections i've ever had have been a massive recipe for disaster i think sometimes both of your dark sides connect in a way that's very intense and very exciting and it very quickly goes into uh like a like a dark place no uh, that's you know, so true actually and an and intensity that uh, uh is is good for nobody no you're right and intensity. so so i chemistry chemistry can also be misleading i i believe in chemistry i think chemistry is important but i also think that uh certain type uh, <laughs> certain types of uh, chemicals shouldn't mix no dangerous you're you're right because i had something that was quite intense it was like love at first sight and then it blew up in my face four months later really bad so yeah a lot of the immediate a lot of when it's immediate can be a problem but but there's no listen there's no i i don't think there's a perfect formula for this but i also i think it's dangerous to just you know think one thing is is gospel no you're right i think i think there's a variation on everything you know yeah, and that's true. And that woman who wrote it, who DM'd is like a good example of actually giving it a second chance. And now they're in a very happy relationship. So I guess it's just kind of, yeah, I don't know. I think Trial and error. I had a really bad date where the guy asked me to go to Liberty Island. No, Ellis Island, Liberty Lady. <laughs> An American asked me to go. And I guess he'd watched Hitch or something. So he was like, this might be romantic. But, and it, well, you know, in fairness. So, to, so sorry, you, you, he wanted to take you to the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, yeah, yeah Statue of Liberty. But <laughs> what, what happened was. Liberty Lady. <laughs> I know, I'm useless with like words. Words. Words are hard. There's a new superhero that's coming out. <laughs> Liberty Lady. She loves Trump. She loves Trump. <laughs> this guy did. He was libertarian. I didn't know what a libertarian was, though I'd never heard of them before. So I guess for anyone who doesn't know, like me, I thought libertarian meant you were like liberal, but it means something like no gun control and no government or I don't know anyway. Yeah, well, that, that that's also evolved, you know, libertarian has been been an evolving identity, you know, I just, there, was, there was a time where a libertarian wasn't as as uh, as annoying as perhaps a libertarian <laughs> that you met in that they were just like sort of anti nanny state sort of you know more belief in personal freedoms legalized cannabis but it has evolved into something a, a lot of them are a bit more angry and a bit more sort of angry with uh, the vibe I got, yeah yeah pro run and all that stuff well yeah. well he had bought the ticket for me so i was like okay good point you know like as in yay that's nice that he already has it so i just had to pick it up but actually when i got there and i was on time he he was an hour late and sure to look at the liberty statue whatever it is you just walk around and then you're done. It's five minutes. So I was 55 minutes then just sitting on a wall waiting for him to come. And then I know. You can't wait an hour. You wait 15, 20 minutes. If they're that late, you just go. Well, he was texting and I kind of like, I was just like, yeah, I know you're right. Like I should just got back on the bloody ferry. And then he came and then we just walked around again. And then he said something like kind of racist. And I was like, I, you know, I, I kind of looked at him and I thought, no, he didn't. He didn't just say that. And then I was like questioning it. And then I asked him, I was like, did you just say that? And he was like, yeah. 
And I was like, fuck, now I'm on this bloody island. Wow. But yeah. Now you're stuck on the fucking Liberty Island. I know, right? Like, what? Like, oh. What a fucking racist libertarian. Yeah, as an immigrant. Not very romantic. <laughs> um, but you're not the type of immigrant that he hates. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> you're not the problem, Katie. <laughs> well, I so yeah, became the problem after a while. Any other tips from um, your collection of tips? Oh, don't comment on future plans. So, like, when you're kind of done, don't be like, see you soon, or I'll text you. And don't kiss was another advice, which I always do. I'm like, well, bye. <laughs> but, yeah. All right, so don't kiss. Yeah, I mean, I've had a few decent, I've had a few decent smooches at the end of dates, but I don't expect it. But sometimes it just happens. But that's one thing I definitely notice about American women. They're a little more clear about like first date protocol of like not kissing. But we discussed that a little bit before. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I, I, I think I think in I think in general they they, they either won't or if, if if or they have you know, they'll decide if they want to, but like they won't feel that there's a obligation or anything. Yeah. And I think it's good to just not. Yeah, and then just walk, good to say fuck it. Walk it's good away. for everybody then, because it's just like there's no awkwardness. It's just like, hey, great date, goodbye. I mean, I do usually like kiss him on the cheek or whatever. Nice yeah. to meet you. Yeah, yeah. You know? But I do. I definitely do tend to say like, hey, yeah, you know, I'll text you or whatever. Even if I have no desire to text them again, I'll usually just be nice and be like, hey, yeah, let's text or you know. So I, I, I definitely do do that. I couldn't hear you for a second because the phone broke up a little bit. But oh right, yeah, I was wondering uh, where you went on me. Uh, yeah, no, I usually. Uh, what wh- what did you hear last? Uh, I usually, and then you stop talking. Oh, I've said I usually like a few times. Oh, uh, <laughs> anyway, I, I I say I usually kiss him on the cheek. Oh and then, yeah, okay. And then say you know I'll say goodbye, but I do I do often. Uh, say like i'll text you even if i have no desire to text them again oh, i do right. kind of feel like a being nice you know well look i've done it like the last guy i went on a date with before i met um my current partner i had said oh, he's just he was so nervous i stuck out the whole date because i felt so bad for him and he said oh i was like like he was sweating and he was shaking and and we'd had such a good conversation over text like we'd met online and I said to him, like, mm, why are you so nervous? And he was like, oh, because, you know, I just, I really like you. And I was like, oh, feck. So, and I didn't want him to, like, I didn't, I don't know. I just did, I felt so bad. So I did say, yeah, I'll text you. And then, but then I did. I texted saying, look, I'm just too busy with comedy right now. Um, But, you know, because I, I wanted to let him down gently. I didn't want to, like, hurt his confidence because clearly his confidence is very, very low. Yeah, well, I think this is a good tip that's come f- from your collection of tips that you need to be like slightly less concerned about people's <laughs> feelings in this scenario. Yeah. And that like it doesn't mean that you're cold, but at the same time, like you don't owe these people anything. So I think it's just fine to just like have your date, not text. No big deal. If they do text and say, hey, I had a good time, then you can just say, yeah, that's great. But listen, I'm just not interested. You know, like, yeah. like I think it's totally fine to just be like, hey, I'm just not interested. You know, yeah. life moves on. And I think that would be better as well because then they're not lingering kind of like, well, maybe they'll change their mind or whatever. People. Sometimes- yes, exactly. Or, you know, you just like give them niceties or, and, and then you just leave it up to them to sort of like get your, you know, some people are like, I mean, I, I, may, I, I was quite... I was quite clear, like, I, I wasn't showing any interest in my texts. It's like, well, then don't fucking text. 
you know like you don't leave it up to other people to try to sort of gauge are your texts sort of yeah slightly disinterested you know yeah because some people are just oh my god if i were like that i would have thought that the my boyfriend now wasn't interested in me at all because the first two weeks before our date he would he didn't text me like he would just be like have a good day <laughs> grand thanks <laughs> just like randomly but other than that he didn't bother texting at all until we met up so yeah yeah, so I, I, I think it's better to be clear. So that is a very good tip. Like, do not feel obligated to be nice. You know, either you're into it or you're not. You know, save yourself save yourself a lot of nonsense. Uh, any other tips before we before we go? By the way, I hate to rush the conversation, but I in five minutes I have to go because I have to do uh, Sydney press stuff for the Sydney Comedy Festival. Ooh. I have obligations and we have time difference constraints we do that uh so let's get a few more tips before we go um don't oh if they're rude and offensive like you can leave and block that was a one that came up a lot and on my google search was just like don't be get out of there if they're being rude and offensive just get out and their girl mess absolutely a girl messaged in about she was on a date with a army guy and he like got like really racist and was talking about the Taliban and she kind of sat it out for a while and she said he had bad breath, which is like, she was like, I didn't want to focus on that, but it was also adding to all of these things. And she, yeah, she kind of, she waited it out because she wanted to be polite. But like, yeah, my advice would be like, get out. Because if they're showing that yeah, behavior just, now, ugh, it's not gonna. Yeah, just get out. And for guys, um, y- you know, don't be afraid to get out if uh, they start like overly, sort of making fun of you thinking that's hilarious and like if it's actually funny it's not a problem but most of the time it's just not funny it's just awkward so don't feel like you need to entertain that either yeah because that happens a lot you know people like trying to be funny and they're just not funny and it's like well i'm, I'm sorry i just can't deal with this shit humor especially when they go like jeez i thought a comedian like you would have a sense of humor or you know like yeah i do just your humor is shit yeah <laughs> you know? well i've i've, like, I've had oh um Oh, but you're not funny here. I thought you're a comedian. I'm like, yeah, because I don't have to be. I'm, I'll be funny on stage. I yeah. can just have a real conversation. Well, that, but that happens a lot, right? Mm. In terms of being a comedian. But like, let's not alienate everybody that's not a comedian. I think a lot of people on dates, certain people feel like, like, like you know that from stupid Tinder, Bumble, slash all these dating apps. Yeah. Some people, for some reason, think you need to be funny because a lot of the tips, when you look at tips on how to engage on Tinder... A lot of them say, be funny. Like, so suddenly it became a thing where it's like, I have to be funny, right? So especially on Bumble, these poor women have to fucking send the first message. So (laughs) they feel all this pressure to be funny early on, you know? And it's just like, literally just say, hey. I mean, I I, I might be different. Like, I just think like, fucking just say, hey, open up the fucking conversation and like, let's see what happens. But a lot of people do feel like they need to be funny because that was like a tip that went out, you know? Uh, Be funny. But like, it's just so much of the humor is so shit. You know, it's really good that you brought that up because actually I forgot a guy asked me, would we bring this up in the podcast that the pressure to have that open and funny line? And I think you're so right. I think like if you are naturally funny in conversation, great. But if you ever force it, you're not going to be funny. Just like you said, hey, how are you? How's your day? It's simple. Why did people? Yeah, plus, try like to the funniness just hap- The funniness yeah. just happens naturally. Like just you can't naturally. know a person's sense of humor. You write some stupid funny thing, but like I always felt bad for some of these girls on Bumble. Like they would like you know, have like a funny opener, you know, like feeling like that's important. I know. It's, like, it's just not fucking important. And like, if somebody, if I do like a hey on like, say Raya or, and, or whatever, you know, like, hey, how's it going, Alicia? You know, just making up a name. And then 
they make a comment about how it wasn't like a funny opening line, I'll just be like, and that's the end of our conversation. (laughs) Like, like, you know, just fucking just start chatting, like see what happens, you know? And, and if some people think that that's bad by me, that's totally fine, you know, because really it's, it's each to their own. Yeah. I'm a fan of how are you? Love it. Simple, but great. But also just for like people, like if, if, if if somebody's trying to be funny and you're not into their sense of humor, like don't be afraid to think like, nah, it's probably not going to, it's probably not going to vibe, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'd What's another tip? Oh, wait. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Okay. Well, I had one guy and he kept telling me the jokes, but I didn't realize they were jokes. And he goes, oh, do you know what? Anyway, he goes, you don't get jokes. Like the thing that I do every night, but thank you. Um, but yeah, it was not funny. It was torturous. But he was like very much like, I don't know, like dad jokes. Um, yeah. Oh, I can't stand people who think that you don't have a sense of humor because you're not finding them funny because they are usually the least fucking funny people man and that goes for for men and women i mean i have had some scenarios where like people are just torturously not funny and then they're getting angry at you thinking that you're a dry shite it's like nah, mate you are fucking not funny and i love when a woman can make me laugh like i fucking love it me too you know well yeah but i can't stand when somebody is not funny and they think they're funny and they're trying to be yeah and then they're like offended that you're not laughing And then another tip, a personal one for me would be like, just about, you know, you don't need to share everything on the first date. I had a guy share a lot of his sex stuff with me on the first date and he'd come to a show again, just so I had said on, I had a joke about not like, like him being choked. And when I got off, I was sitting with him and he was like, I like to choke. Is that a deal breaker? And I was like, well, yeah, I'm like, you know, I don't like, I don't like it. But then he told me a lot of, he goes, you know, he told, he was like, I want to tell you these things up front and like, told me like, the different people he's had sex with and very private sex like which is things i feel like I you know, don't reveal for months even if, and you no, don't need bad. to ever well, months, reveal months probably months a bit long you know? well <laughs> well this no, was I mean, this on. was very that, this was very detailed now and not no no, no i'm, I'm joking i i i'm <laughs> joking it's that's 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 a no no i'll never bring up any of that stuff but you know sometimes a woman on a, on a first date will bring up some sexual stuff and to me i just go okay this woman is, is horny and wants us to escalate fast. I don't think she wants to have sex on the first date, but she wants to she wants to get a gauge of my sexual energy in this conversation. So I'll go with it then, but I will never be the instigator of sexual conversations on a first date. But I, I have had some sort of like, you know, entry level sexual stuff on a first date. And I just assume that's just a conversation that she likes having or she likes to get a feel for where you're at sexually, you know? Yeah. So what, give me one more tip and then I have to go. And I apologize to you and to our listeners for being a bit quick. Mind you, we have been chatting for quite a while. But yeah. just in this situation, I just got to Sydney and I have a lot of... Uh, we have a short, We have a short. both of us being awake window. And uh, so this is just how it is today. I don't know. I ran out of tips. Well, you know, oh, well, that's good live then. your life. Well, then that's perfect. <laughs> that's great. I mean, I think this was a great conversation and we're going to come back to it again. And... Uh, you know, I'll do, uh, you know, we'll, I'll do a, a little intro and an outro. So I actually, I, I think that was quite, that was quite a robust chat. Okay. Yeah, no, I enjoyed it. Thanks for all your DMs. There was a lot of DMs on this one. I got a lot of stories. No, I know we didn't get through all the stories, but it was really great. So keep them coming. I got now a lot. Oh, hey, I tell you what, I, I tell you what, why don't we do this? Why don't you um, uh, just do uh, 15 minutes on your own of, of reading out the DMs? Okay. Uh, share share some DMs, and then I'll come back on at the end uh, to sort of say goodbye, 
I'll edit this one myself and AD, uh, myself and AD, myself and Katie share the editing responsibilities. I'll edit this one, so uh, you don't even have to hang up. You can just keep your keep your one recording. Okay, great. And you know, read out a couple of DMs in gratitude to our listeners, and then I'll come back on at the end, and uh, I think that'll be a great app. Okay, brilliant. I was getting high there, like you. You were getting high, like high voice. Yeah, I was like, I think that'll be a great app. I know, <laughs> that's so funny. Next you'll be Katie, saying... you're affecting me. Next you'll be saying... I think saying, that'll be a great app. Oh my God, that's so funny. I, I think I do that to a lot of people. Like I notice like my friends go higher pitched or they say Jesus. <laughs> like, it's so funny. You'll be saying Jesus next. <laughs> All right, well, that's great. You 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 share you share some DMs okay. and uh, I'm going to go and do this interview. And uh, should, uh, I'll chat to you guys in a sec. And Katie, I'll say goodbye to you. And, Bye. Uh, have a good day. Bye. Bye. Okay, so Des is gone. Um, let me see. Okay, so I had put out as well whether you leave or stay in a date and someone wrote, nope, out of kindness, I'll stick out unless they turned out to be completely horrible people. I wouldn't want it to happen to me, so I wouldn't do it to others. So that was one shared feedback. Um, Another person put, if they're an absolute wanker, I will cut it short or make my excuses. If they're a nice guy and you just don't know, you just you just don't know you are not for each other. I uh, wouldn't go anywhere. I'll wait till the end as you can have a really nice conversation with someone and it can still be a nice evening, even if it's not going to go forward, basically. Um, just flat out say, hey, we're clearly not vibing. Everyone's time is valuable. Let's move on. I think that's a really good advice and um, this woman says that uh, I've done that after meeting someone on the street off tinder <laughs> uh, I always meet them on the street first then we if we click then I'll go somewhere never over plan so that seems to be a lot of people's advice don't over plan and the next one was I always have a code red text ready and waiting in case a date went wrong and once I hit the send my brother would ring me claiming that there's an emergency at home and I have to get home straight away that is so funny um, would I have a second date with the same person? Probably not. I guess it comes down to why the date was shit to begin with. If they've had, if they have a shit personality, or you've been catfish, then why bother trying again? So that's really good advice too, especially if you've been catfish. Jesus, we've all been there. Um, and then this one was, um, oh right. As we are planning details of first day, I will always say something like, I have to go meet X at eight, but I could definitely meet you at six. Then on the night, if going well, X could cancel or if not going well, I already have my getaway plan in place. I think that's great. And we kind of talked about that a little bit, but that is brilliant advice. Just sort of have your getaway plan ready to go. And like that, you can stay if you're still enjoying it. Right. Um... Oh, so a person wrote, no, I'll never leave a date early because uh, I'm a windbag and the awkwardness of that kind of confrontation might actually kill me. <laughs> that is so funny. And then I'd never go on a second date if the first one was awful, but I have given a kiss at the end of a bad date. Yeah, I've been there. I'd say that's I wonder. Yeah, what's it? we've all been there. Um, and then someone wrote second date my be better than first unlikely though <laughs> and then um worst date was when the guy I was 
We asked a girl that sat down at a table beside us if she wanted a threesome with us. We hadn't even slept together. He left her. He left with her and then called me half an hour later to see if I wanted to join them. I didn't, lol. Okay, to me that sounds like a setup. Um, it sounds like him and her already had this planned. That's or or he just met. Well, that's meant. Yeah, that's a bit of a, a mental first date for sure. And then. I had a sushi date with an American I met from Tinder. Sushi hooked me to go on the date so I uh, so I couldn't resist. He was in the US Army and he had such bad gum disease. I think I'd mentioned this already on the podcast. Um, I could smell his breath from across the table. I'm a dental hygienist. I had to lean back and not smell his breath. He talked about his depression and how his family dislikes him and how he joined the US Army to spite his parents etc he worked on a gun turret in a truck and talked about killing the taliban and their family pretty awful on its own and i'm uh, i'm um lit- i'm literally the, abs- the absolute opposite to him sorry find reading hurt uh, i'm a liberal anti-gun and try to be positive person especially in front of company it was an ex- it was an awful experience he kept asking me questions but i was so zoned out thinking of an escape i ate my sushi which was delish and said right I'm off he offered to pay for mine but I really didn't want I really I really wanted to run out on the date the minute I sat and then sorry I have to go on to the next part um the minute I sat down so I declined and tapped my car before he could try that's good uh in hindsight um I defo oh right sorry no there's another part to this Jesus Christ um so she waited then for 10 minutes because she didn't want to feel rude. So she waited to say goodbye to him. So I walked down, rang my friend because I wanted to get out of there and never speak to, to him. My friend said to not ditch and say goodbye first just to not let myself down. He eventually paid and, and assumed the date was going well as I was waiting to say goodbye. Assumed I was waiting for him and asked where we were going. I told him, oh, I'm heading home. See you later. And literally skipped, jogged up Oliver Plunkett Street, deleted him and blocked him on social media. Wouldn't rule out, rule out the US soldiers as I met one the year before that was so cool. But Jesus, Tinder can be a grim place. In hindsight, I defo would have stayed even though it was torturous. But I know people who have left after one look of them. I wish I was like that. And then, yeah, especially for a dental hygienist, I messaged her back saying she probably should have left her card for him, the poor guy, but like, that's my nightmare. I was like, I'm always nervous about having bad breath, so just bring chewing with you on the first date, so for God's sake. Um, went over to Netflix and chill and spent the whole time listening to him talk about his ex and all the women he's been with. Oh, that's a nightmare. Then he slept for the rest of it. Jesus to add to it, he would talk. He would walk out of the room when I tried to talk anything related to me. The worst thing was I stayed for all of it, a few hours, out of not wanting to offend, even though he was asleep mostly. I did avoid when he asked me to go for food before I went home, but that was probably too little, too late. Feck the Irish guilt. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I would have. I would have left quite soon in. Um, but oh god, that sounds like a bit of a nightmare. Um, best thing to do is to only arrange to me for a quick date first off uh, that way if it's shy you can just run and don't feel awkward and you can deal with ghosts and you can deal with the awkward text or ghosting later yeah no similar advice as before and then best thing to do is only arrange to meet for a quick date yeah first off that way oh no sorry why am I repeating that sorry this was the next part of her message 
Um, you just have to be prepared to take the hit of the short date yourself. I've only had the, <laughs> I've only had the one legger, but he made the mistake of telling me if I stay, I'm going to meet friends for. If I say I'm going to meet friends for a drink, you'll know I'm doing a runner. Gobshite, never date male teachers. <laughs> they like being the most important, intelligent person in the room way too much, and they are used to being the only male in a female-dominated industry. Rant over, <laughs> okay? And then. Um, I went on a first date and he came across too keen and telling me he liked me, holding my hand, etc. Scared me off. I cancelled the second date. After 10 days, I realised I was only freaking out as he treated me so well. So I contacted him and asked him on a second date. A year later, he's loved my life and the best ex ever. So a bad first date was more in my head than a reality. I think yeah, I always mentioned that earlier on. That's a lovely story. And then stay for one drink and then bail. Café on San, is that in Ireland? It must be. Uh, was always good for a first date because you could pretend to go to the loo and walk around the bar and leave. <laughs> Never had to do, but it was it was my first date bar when I was single. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, okay. I think that... Let me just double check now in my DMs. Was that the... Oh no, that was, yeah, that was it. Okay, well, thanks and sure Des will chat to you at the end. And keep DMing us, you guys have been great. Thanks so much, bye. Thanks everyone for listening to The Shift. Thank you, Katie. Thank you, time difference for making it so awkward for us to pull this off, but we did it. Um, Make sure you give us five stars on iTunes if you haven't. Um, I said that we'd have a big announcement this week. Literally, I just haven't had a chance to get it together. The the being on the other side of the world is just making a lot of my admin stuff very hard, but uh, that will be happening soon. Still working on getting it on Spotify. Do spread the word. You guys are such a great listening audience, but you know, what happens is the excitement of a new podcast, it begins to fade and then people stop telling other people about it. So don't stop telling people if you like the podcast Tell people, put it on your Facebook, put it on your Instagram, put it on your Twitter. Tell people, it's a fun podcast. It's really one of its only kind in Ireland. Show us some love. Get the word out there. The more people let this in, the, the merrier. And uh, yeah, so check out Katie's Instagram, at Katie Boyle Comic. See where her shows are at. I'm at Des Bishop. I have shows in Sydney. Uh, Friday, Saturday are sold out, but uh, Sunday there's tickets available. No show tomorrow night for Anzac Day. And then when I'm back in New York, the second weekend of May, I'm actually in uh, Governor's Brokerage in Belmore, Long Island. If any American listeners, I'll be out there. And then I'm a week in Las Vegas starting May 13th at the Comedy Cellar Vegas. So if you happen to be in Vegas or you happen to be going to Vegas that week, make sure to come to the Comedy Cellar Vegas. Loads more shows coming up in Ireland and uh, in the United States over the summer, but I'll keep you guys posted about that. And that's really it. Uh, thank you so much. We love feedback. More and more feedback, guys. Thank you. We'll talk to you next week. No idea what the app is going to be about, but we will talk to you then. Thank you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.